This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. And good Monday afternoon. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope you had a great weekend. How could you not have a great weekend? The weather was beautiful and looking at the forecast down the road, this week's going to be just as nice. I wanted to spend a bit of time on an issue we've talked a lot about in the past, marijuana. And of course, we talk about it a lot because we know next year by July 1st, according to the Liberals, we are going to have recreational marijuana legalized. But there still are a lot of questions about how that's going to play out. Uh, You know, not only for the people who are going to be smoking it, the people who are going to be maybe growing small amounts of it, the people who are selling it. What does it also mean to communities? And right now, we almost have a a bit of a test case because medical marijuana has been legal for many years now. There are lots of listeners, and I know you guys always text or call in to say uh, why you use medicinal marijuana and how it works for you. And I I invite those comments again this hour, 403-974-8255. But what does it mean to a neighbor? of someone who uses medicinal marijuana or maybe grows a small amount of medicinal marijuana because there is a fairly noticeable smell to marijuana. And that's why I want to bring in News Talk 770 reporter John Himpy. He's been working on a story for us. Hello, John. Hi, Ange. And, and here's the thing. Medicinal marijuana is legal. Mm-hmm. And so even as we have this conversation, uh, someone might be listening saying, well, this is a moot point. It, it's legal. Why, why are we even doing this story? But I want to do it because next year it's going to be a similar complaints that we might hear from people. So you've got to give me some background here. And, and there's a reason why uh, John's going to be fairly vague on uh, no last names, neighborhoods, because of the, the safety and security of the, the person who is legally allowed to use this medicinal marijuana. So tell the story, John. Yeah, so uh, Patsy lives in a Southeast Calgary neighborhood. And her and her husband have been there in their home for over a decade. And it was about four years ago that they got a new neighbor. Young guy. Her family knows his family actually a little bit. I think uh, her daughters went to high school with him and that kind of thing. And for about the first year and a half, things were pretty uneventful. But something did change about 18 months after he moved in. He started putting up a garage. And um, the garage didn't have any windows in it. And all of a sudden, these vents were sticking out the side of the garage. And my husband said, Patty, he's not doing automotive in there. He's going to grow something. And that was the case. That something happened to be pot. He has a license for medicinal marijuana. And under Canada's laws right now, uh, if you have a license, you can grow your own. Mm-hmm. And, and that's uh, what he was doing. All of a sudden, we started getting this smell. And um, as the heated up over the summer, it got worse and worse and worse um, to the point that you can't sit in my backyard. Um, I get ill when I smell it. When it gets really strong, I get ill, physically ill to my stomach. And see, as time has gone on, Patsy has found that actually her reaction and the reaction of others hasn't been so good to that smell. I can't stay out there. I, if I'm out there for more than 15 minutes, um, I get a humongous headache, and I will actually physically get ill to my stomach. You know how you get an upset stomach and it just lingers there? That's the way it feels to me. And so if it's happening to me, I mean, it must be happening to my grandsons, right? Um, even though they're smaller than me, um, our other neighbor would actually physically 
throw up. We actually had to go over and help her a couple times because it would get to her, and she's two doors down, um, so bad that she would throw up. Um, I never got to the point that I throw up, but I would always feel like it, so I would always come inside before I got to that point, right? Um, you just couldn't, you can't stay out in your backyard. Is she talking about the smell of the person smoking it, or is she actually saying she's smelling something even from just the growing? This is about the smoking part, isn't it? This is about the growing part. The growing part, she the can smell part. something. That she said the st- the smell was so pungent uh, to her that it, it was causing these kind of these kind of symptoms. Which I'm I'm surprised. I haven't been around any grow ops to know that there's a smell that the plants actually give off. But that's what she's talking about. She's not talking about the guy sitting in the backyard smoking his medicinal marijuana. No, this is this is about growing. This okay. Is, so I mean, you know, she started to look for answers and started to do some digging around. I've went to the Alberta Health center to see if there was something I could do because it makes me ill. Um, they couldn't help me because it's legal. He had a license. That's their point of view. I went to the city who directed me, told me there was no bylaw for it. I went to my alderman who basically told me that he would look into it, but of course there are no bylaws about it, right? So they can't, everybody comes to a dead end because there's no bylaws or anything put in place about it, right? Right. So this is really now become a story about a search for answers mm-hmm. um, because uh, for Patsy, I mean, the enjoyment of her backyard has become somewhat impeded by by what's going on around her, right? Right. So on the day I went to visit Patsy, I actually dropped by her house. So we chatted in person. Uh, we went out into the backyard. There was no smell in the backyard the day that I was there. Walking from my car to the house, I did smell some pot in the neighborhood, but I mean, it was a windy day. It was after high school, had let out for the day. It could be coming from anywhere, to be quite honest with you. Um, But Patsy says she and her husband have talked with their neighbor, and they've had good conversations, uh, but nothing has really changed with regard to the smell over the course of time. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I also knocked on the neighbor's door, but there was no answer. um, And, uh, you know, so I'd like to get his side of the story because, I mean, as much as this is an issue for for her smelling the smell of the, of the growing in the backyard for him, I can imagine it's probably got to be really stressful where you're, you have a product that you're legally allowed to be utilizing and it's impeding a neighbor who you probably want to try and keep good relationships. Right. Well, and I'm just trying to understand because the medicinal marijuana, it falls really under the federal government, doesn't it? It does. It does. And I, I'll, t- I'll tell you a little bit about that coming up in a moment, yeah. uh, you know, because there are some things in there that are interesting, but they don't cover everything necessarily. Yeah, I, I do want to play this clip, though. Patsy you know, said that she does not want to do her neighbor any harm. She, she really wants to try and find a solution to all of this. She feels that, you know, this. she wants to come to that solution without putting him in a bad spot. I want it really understood that I'm not saying anything about him using it. If he needs medical marijuana, I am all for him getting that medical marijuana. My point is, at what point are my rights infringed? So I said about looking for some answers, and um, it's interesting, but it does kind of come to those dead ends that Patsy talked about earlier. Uh, City of Calgary. Community standards is the bylaw that this kind of thing would fall under. Mm -hmm. And in it, they do talk about things like uh, airborne items, for example. So let's say you're tearing down a shed in your backyard and you have dust and debris. The onus is on you to make sure that doesn't go over your fence and and impede your neighbor's use of their their space. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're storing things in your backyard, this is probably the closest it comes to is like, let's say you have a whole bunch of like 
old tires and that kind of stuff. If, if there's like a moldy smell coming from your backyard, the onus is on you to clean that up so that it doesn't impede somebody's use of their, their space. Right. But when it comes to scent, that's not something that's covered under the bylaw. And is it because it's just so subjective? Pretty much. I mean, you know, what is a, a, a negative uh, scent to one person is a very, very strong pungent scent to another person and, and you know, can cause health issues. And so, you know, and that's, I think, the, the place where bylaw comes from that is that, you know, we can, we can measure things like sound through decibels. We can measure air quality from backyard fire pits. There's not really a sniff-a-meter that we can kind of stick out there and go... Is this smell too too much? It's it's being grown in a garage, though, correct? In a shed, yeah. In a shed. So are there any regulations when it comes to ventilation? Well, interesting that you mentioned that, and you, you had mentioned federal marijuana legislation. Yeah. Um, in that legislation, they talk about, um, you know, what kind of environment in terms of, say, security-wise. Yeah. Like, you know, it has to be, a, you know, in a secure space. Basically, that's the, the gist of the medical marijuana laws in Canada. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't talk about specifications like, um, you know, ventilation, building standards, anything like that. That's not something that's in there. And from the sounds of things, this is also the part of the problem that the city of Calgary and a lot of other municipalities are facing as we march toward legalization yeah. is this issue that right now, you know, the Trudeau government has basically said we're going to legalize it, but there's a whole bunch of question marks, not the least of which is what are the standards when it comes to ventilation and those kind of things when people are growing whatever number of plants they're allowed to grow at home for recreational use. She is smelling it growing through a shed. I mean, that's because someone might say, okay, first of all, I thought the guy was smoking it. No, he's growing it. Uh, Wait, this isn't growing outside. This is actually in a shed. And she still says she can't spend any time in her backyard because of that strong smell. Because of the venting that's coming out of that shed. Wow. It's venting that, that, that smell. Um, and, you know, I think the thing is, is that for Patty, uh, you know, as, we, as I talk to her, she realizes that legalization is coming as well and feels like this is going to be an issue that more and more people are, are going to face. If there isn't a guideline for neighbors like me, um, I mean, what's, what, what's going to happen? You're going to get a lot of angry people. Um, yeah, I actually think it's going to get worse before it gets better unless something is done about where they can grow and how they have to grow and, and make sure that it's not hindering on the people, the neighborhood. It's tough, John, because we know we had the debate about uh, backyard chickens and people were concerned about the smells of backyard chickens. Well, there's no backyard chickens in Calgary, uh, but I'm getting lots of texts about, uh, wait a second, what about uh, dog poop that hasn't been picked up? Uh, you know, this can go on and on. And someone even said the smell of certain foods being cooked. Well, and so on on the dog feces thing, that's interesting because that is covered, covered under municipal st- or, uh, community standards, standards where um, that's something that has to get cleaned up, right? Right. In terms of your neighbor cooking, and I think this is the interesting thing, if you have a neighbor who loves to make incredibly fragrant food, there is no bylaw that says they can't because yeah. that's dinner. And and to a certain extent, I mean, I think a lot of us, you know, I come from the garlic belt of Saskatchewan. Let's, let's be honest here. When my mother whips up something with garlic in it, you can smell it across the neighborhood. Right. We love that smell, but not everybody does. But you can't stop someone from making their best garlic dish. And so the question now becomes, and, and <sighs> I think maybe a question that for councils and communities to tackle is, is this in that same category mm. or is it in is it in a different category legitimately or because of stigma or or what 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 is there right 
John, thanks for setting it up for us because I'm going to talk with Councillor Brian Pincott after. And as you said, you know, reaching out to bylaw, they're saying, well, there's nothing really we can do about it. This is legal. So I want to get uh, Pincott's perspective on this. John, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Ange. News Talk 770 reporter John Himpy. And as I mentioned, I'll be speaking with Councillor Pincott after this. Got lots of texts and phone calls, and I will definitely open up the phone lines at 3.30. If you want to hang in there, great. Otherwise, know that I will uh, be readdressing this and getting your opinion and your texts and phone calls at 330-403-974-8255. I'm Angela Cocott. We are talking about marijuana. Well, marijuana, it sounded like I didn't know how to say it. Uh, But uh, specifically the case that John was talking about, a neighbor whose neighbor has a license to be able to grow medicinal marijuana. But I think this is a precursor to what we can see down the road when recreational marijuana is legalized. And do we have the standards in place so that when a patsy says, "I, I can't stand the smell, I can't even sit in my backyard, because of the smell of plants growing inside a shed. I mean, that's one problem. What about then when they start smoking it? So let me uh, turn to Councillor Brian Pincott. He joins us today. Hello, Councillor Pincott. Hello, Angela. What I'm getting from, well, John and the the questions he's asked, it sounds like this is, it's legal. He can do this. And there's really nothing a neighbor can do when it comes to, I can't enjoy my backyard because of the smell. Um, well, all of the, the same rules that we have around community standards uh, will apply. Yeah. So that means that uh, if you are uh, uh, affecting your neighbor uh, through uh, smoke, through uh, how you are maintaining your property, then yes, bylaw can come in. What about odor, though? This is not smoke. This person well, isn't smoking. I understand, it. and so so it would be the but it would be it would have to be judged just as it would be for any odor. I mean, I don't. Uh, so it always comes down to on things like odor, a case of judgment. I mean, if I don't like my neighbor's uh, smell of lily whites, and I use that because I hate the smell of lily whites, uh, I can't. You know, it, it isn't. I personally deal with it in whatever way, which is I don't go close to the fence where they're growing their lily whites. So when the lily lights are blooming, I have a feeling, though, what you're saying then is, yeah, yeah, that odor may affect this neighbor. But if there's nothing really in the books that I I understand. But but the big thing is is that you're not going to be allowed to grow more than four plants and you're not going to be allowed to grow them outside. Mm-hmm. So four plants and uh, and indoors or as you mentioned your intro in a shed yeah and that would be a greenhouse so it's not like there's going to be twenty or thirty of them there's going to be a maximum of four so that the impact is going to be considerably limited and the smell of four plants is certainly not. Uh, that is not overwhelming. And I don't know what it is when it comes to growing your own medicinal marijuana, what the limit is. Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, that I do not, and that is is federally regulated. Right. And the regulations are not going to change there. Right. And, you, and, and to grow it yourself, you actually do need, uh, for medicinal purposes, you do need uh, 
uh, a license yeah. and there is a maximum as well. And those rules are not changing, by the way. Right. And I know. So if the maximum for medicinal, say, is 10, and I don't know what it is, but let's say it's 10 mm-hmm. and the, the maximum for recreational is four, the medicinals will still be able to grow 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as we, as we go down this road towards mm-hmm. legalizing recreational marijuana, yeah. are these things that will have to be looked at so that we change or add to our community standards uh, bylaws, especially security, I'm wondering? Uh, yes. Yes, yeah. definitely. So there, there are a number of steps that have to be uh, undertaken. So the federal government has said that their intention is to have, uh, to have it put in place by um, July next year. Yeah. The, a lot of things have been dumped over into, onto the province and then municipalities. So the province will be doing things like uh, uh, enforcement and what are, what are the regulations around all of that, uh, then at the municipal level, we'll get into things like community standards bylaws uh, and also into business licensing for anybody who wants to sell it. The province will decide how it can be sold. We'll have to do the business licensing. If we need to make changes to, to the community standards bylaw, that will come out of the rules that the province sets in place. Mm. So, and our concern, I mean, quite frankly, our concern is that's a lot of work that has to happen before July 1st. Mm-hmm. Because I, I mentioned um, the security of someone's home. Like if I want to grow my yeah. four plants and some yeah. someone knows in my neighborhood that I'm growing yeah. four plants, yeah. do I have to uh, ensure that those plants are going to be secure? Or is it just like any other house insurance no, if someone like, breaks in and steals my TV? Uh, they break in and steal my plants. Well, your TV is worth more than your plants, but um, but I hope anyway. I don't know. You, know my, yeah. you can have my old Barbie TV. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I think it, no, uh, that would be, you know, uh, there, there doesn't, there, there aren't going to be anything like that. There won't be any kind of guidelines. Any rules around security or anything like that. It's, it's a permit, it's going to be a permitted plant and uh, that you are allowed to grow just as you will, you are allowed to brew beer at home. Mm-hmm. So you, you just have your own insurance, whatever it is, to yeah. if someone was to break in and steal your homegrown exactly. wine. Yeah. And I would suspect that, yeah, it would be the same probably under existing house insurance. And I've got about a minute left here, Brian, but do you see then, with it being in the hands of this community, as far as some of these changes are going to go, do you see the community standards bylaw having to make changes, especially when it comes to now we're talking about people sitting in their backyard smoking? Yeah. And it, it, that to me, is probably the only area that we might have to make changes mm. to the community standards bylaw. Other than that, we certainly are asking and anticipate the same rules around uh, smoking uh, marijuana in public as we have with, say, cigarettes near buildings. We'll have to look at how do we enforce it in public gatherings and those kinds of things. Do we put it, the same rules or will a province put the same rules uh, in place as there are around alcohol and consumption of alcohol? We're still waiting to see all of those things. And then uh, then we look at, okay, so, you know, we have, we have a rule that says smoke is not to leave your property. Yeah. So <laughs> if somebody is smoking a cigarette and you can smell it, technically they're breaking the rule now. Hmm. That could be the way to get around if someone's got a complaint yeah. about the smell coming into their yard. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're going to have to look at 
all of that. And I suspect that, yes, there will be have to be changes to the community standards bylaw, but that will be dependent on the framework that is put in place by the province. And they're following what's being put in place by the feds. And they too. have to follow. They're following, yeah. uh, you know, and it all and all of this theoretically by July next year. I honestly can't see how it's going to happen. But so far, the provincial and federal governments have said that they're going to do their absolute best. Brian, thanks so much for this. Okay, Angela. Brian Pincott, Councillor Brian Pincott. Lots of questions and phone calls to get to. I'll do that after this. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.